Hi there. Thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by Matt, the Mortgage Guy, a California mortgage broker and real estate investor with your interest in mind. For good, honest advice and any of your residential financing needs, go ahead and shoot him a message at matt at themortgageguy.com or feel free to text him directly at 916-529-7600. Remember, when you're ready to apply, call Matt, the Mortgage Guy. And just so you know, for one rental at a time fans, he is waiving his $6.95 processing fee. Take care. Hey everyone, topic number three is something you're going to have to pay attention to. And that is really going to be the conversation is how frequently do interest rates change, right? You and I see financial news and rates are quoted and all of that. So let's, let's just dig in with Matt and, and see what's going on. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I think this is an important topic because uh, most folks don't understand how it works. And if it comes out of my mouth, sometimes it comes across as I'm a salesman and I'm trying to tell somebody, hey, listen, this refinance quote looks good. We can save you X number of dollars at pencils, but rates are going to change tomorrow. Yeah. It, it just, it sounds like I'm trying to sell you something. I'm trying to create a sense of urgency when in all reality, I'm just trying to warn you for days like January 5th and 6th. Yeah. January 5th and 6th, we saw um, s- somebody um, mortgage news daily. I think the, the guy's the guy, Matthew Graham writes an article and it was the largest drop in the last year or so because rates don't nest rates don't generally move a lot on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so what, a, what, what was the equivalent on most lenders rate sheets of a, of an eighth of a percent you know, the par rate with no points might've gone 275 to 2.875. Mm-hmm. You know, that happening in a two-day period isn't that common, right. but it happens. It happened January 5th and 6th, 2021. And so, you know, folks who- So just to be clear, it went up, not down. It went up, correct. And um, it's it's fairly common that, you know, people shopping for a house, as much as you try to educate them, they're listening to 74 different things you're telling them. So when you mention hey, listen, these are based on today's rates. This can change. Feel free to check in with me in February and March and April as you're out there shopping and looking just to check in where rates are. Because for a lot of people, they were looking in June, July, August, September, rates kept going down. And so they'd contact me and they'd say, gosh, you know, I've got to offer 380 now. And I go, don't worry, good news. Rates are even lower. It's the yeah. same price you would, it's the same same payment you would have paid at 360. So no big deal. But for, for those folks in, in an opposite environment where rates are going up and where I honestly think that they might trickle up a little bit in 2021, mm-hmm. you've got to be careful that you, you know, keep an eye on that and at least know that, that rates are going to change. What's it probably a good idea is if you're looking to buy, that you might just add a quarter percent of rate to your estimates to say, if they stay this low, great. If they go up a quarter, I still know what my monthly payment's going to be. Yeah, but, but this is um, important information because again, people get get lazy. They get lulled into a sense of entitlement almost. Entitlement may be the wrong word, but they do get lazy and they just they think the trend continues and the trends do continue. That's why they're called trends. But I've, I always look for inflection points. And I think June 5th, July, blah, blah, January, January, God, I'm already in the summer. Hmm. January 5th and 6th <laughs> is going to be that inflection point for the 30-year fixed rate loan. And um, something I put out there, it'll be interesting to see what you think. Uh, I told people the most important metric I'm watching in 2021 is the 10-year note. And the 10-year note broke 1% on January 5th. 
And I figured there'd be a trickle effect. And look at that, January 5th and 6th, up an eighth. And that's meaningful, right? And an eighth may not sound a lot like when you're at six and a half, but in eighth, when you're used to 2.75 and now it's two and, you know, seven eighths. Right. Yeah. And people are paying a half a million dollars for real estate or, yeah. you know, 700,000 for real estate. That eighth of a percent is something it's significant. And, you know, for some people that come to me for a refinance, it, it may be that currently at 3.75, you're looking at 2.75. This refinance makes sense. The break even is 18 months. And then, you know, this is common in, in my business. Somebody tells me, okay, I'm ready to get started. Okay, great. And we put together the loan the quote I sent him was November 22nd. <laughs> so we haven't looked at stuff in six weeks. And, you know, it's it's good for us to talk about because the average consumer might not know. They might just think the guy quoted me a rate and never you know, changes. <laughs> I've got a star based on today's rates, all this stuff, but people don't read the fine print. They just, you know, assume that, you know, well, Matt, show me that. It's still there. In a, in a market where it's going down, I'm a hero, right? right? No, actually we showed it to you in August and here we are in December. It's even better. But in times like this, the conversations for me become harder because I yeah. say, Hey, listen, Bill, you're a great client. And I, I, I literally showed somebody something on January 1st or 2nd, and then we submitted the loan and disclosures went out yesterday. And on a $450,000 loan, it, we had the same rate, but from an $800 credit to a $1,900 cost. So it was a $2,700 swing. It was a half a point, wow. half a point in cost. And, um, you know, the conversation was, you know, the market moved yeah. a little bit. Well, here's the deal. I think the market's going to move. I think, I think uh, Washington is going to be spending a lot more money. It's going to force inflation. And I do think the 10-year, that's why I said the most important metric for me to watch is the 10-year note. Because the 10-year note is what banks kind of lend on. Because again, they loan 30-year money, but they don't expect you to keep the loan that long, right? So they kind of hedge it. Right, yeah. And if the 10-year note gets up to, it's already over 1%. I just checked before this started. Again, it's um, it could go to one and a half or two. Man, 30-year yeah, loans I've, could be three and a half, four percent 4%. Easily. And that's the thing too, is, is, is I'm wrong all the time. So, so I'll take guesses and tell you my opinion. But people, I think, have forgotten that rates are are low because the Fed is purchasing billions of dollars of mortgage-backed securities. Billions, that is not something that's just occurring naturally. So as soon as they change policy at all and say, you know what, instead of buying 80 billion, let's buy 30 billion. Instead of buying, I don't even know what the number is, but it's in the billions yeah. per as month. As soon as they hint that they're going to ratchet back. Right. It's in the, it's in the notes. You know, they have exactly. a meeting and they talk about it. Yeah. Rates, are, rates can go up you know, fairly dramatically, like we talked about three and a half would still be healthy, but compared to what people are paying today, they, they would lose their minds. Yeah. I think, I think this, I'll put this on record. That way you don't say it. I say it. <laughs> interest rates, 30 year fixed rate interest rates will be uh, closer to 4% than 3% by the Christmas in 2021. Holy cow. I hope not, Mike. Uh, well, now we got it down. We can find, well, it's only a one point <laughs> move. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of a lot of the a lot of the stuff out there. Realtor.com said yeah. three point four by the end of the year, and I think NAR and um, well, let's be clear. I only need three point five one to be right. Ready. That's all right. I need. Yeah, <laughs> that is technically closer to four than three. <laughs> I, I think my prediction, um, if I want to put it on record, is going to be in the three point two range, and so uh, not, as, not as high as yours. Eight. Today it's two eight ish. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, for, so for that's all almost people, 20%. Yeah. That's, I mean, but as we saw, you can go up an eighth in two days yeah. and people haven't even started pulling the big levers. Yeah. You know? The Fed is, is, is the big lever and that big lever gets pulled, pushed, you know, decreased in buying and, and you could see a big shift. Yeah, well, that let's be clear. The only way we get to 3.51 or above is I am predicting the Fed is forced to make a choice. I'm thinking late Q3 of this year. I think the freaking economy just starts humming and uh, that just brings inflation with it. So that's what I think is coming. So last thing, mortgages can reset how often? Every day, twice a day, sometimes three times a day. And, and as these different things that affect the market move, we get intraday repricing means yep. you might have a rate at 8.30 a.m. that changes at 11 a.m. and then changes again at 3.30 p.m. Lenders are repricing based on the market, like you said, the 10-year that affects mortgage rates. Mm -hmm. And so when you get quoted a rate, know that until the check mark is checked on your loan estimate that says locked, nothing's locked. Nothing. That's what I wanted people to hear. Again, folks, I've actually invested in this environment. Rates were changing this. They actually changed two or three times a day back in 07, 08. It was a very, I mean, when Countrywide and IndyMac and all of these people were just shoving out loans, interest rates were changing all the time. So this is, this is normal, but not, not a lot of people remember that time frame. So I'm glad we had this conversation. Good one. Thanks, buddy. Thanks.